Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What are we going to do? Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's Boy Matt. back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. We got the pettiest man alive, Mr. P-Kid, in the building. And Jordan JC keeping us up to date on who's unfollowing who over on the Chicago Bears. Breeze. <laughs> hey, dog. Everybody says fake news. Fake news. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Let's get that. I mean, like, bro, Justin Fields, maybe, maybe, this is national news today, maybe unfollowed the Bears. Does this mean anything? We'll break that down. Also got to talk about some of the franchise tag candidates that are available out there for the Chicago Bears. Who are they going to be looking at? Uh, could be some guys on their team that might be interesting and also got to look around the league as well. We'll be doing that all today on the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. <sighs> Dog, what, what is happening right now? What There's nothing to talk about, about Pat. That's why. Bears team. There's nothing to talk about. So everyone wants to sit there and reach. First of all, who is sitting there going through socials to figure out who's following who? That's a good that question. Was my question. That's I'm a good question. Like, why do you have that much time? Why do you have that much time? If that's the if you have that much time, I'm pretty sure if you use that same amount of time and energy, you'd be successful, with whatever you want to do. Because you have something better to do with your time than that. Who can't he may not have even followed them in the first place? Yeah, I that's that's what there. they're saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it don't look like we are live on YouTube right now. What the heck is going on here? It says we're live, but for some reason we. I'm are looking not. at the chat. Chatter, do y'all see us? Uh, I, I, well, I don't see. Oh, here we go. Now it's starting up. Okay, here we go. Now we getting the video started a little bit late. It is what it is. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Running back, all of that. Y'all know who it is. Pat the designer, P Kid. Hey, you restream. You was right. Restream was tweaking. Restream okay. is tweaking right now. Okay. Yeah, all I mean, right. it is what it is. Uh, you're all right. Yeah, you're, yeah, they, got us. they got us. They got us. Hold on. We got to do it again. They got to do it again. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, no, let's, jump into this. Let's, let's, let's really break this down. Because what I will say uh, is the, the timing of everything is interesting that this comes out. And the one thing about the NFL that I do know is factual is timing. Um, Mm-hmm. usually things don't just magically happen. So I don't know if maybe this was something that was floated 
from Justin's people that he already doesn't follow the Bears. I don't know if this is something. Like, I'm just trying to make heads or tails of this because at the end of the day, one, this is not how you scrub a uh, uh, Instagram. We've seen players do this. This is how young players do go about trying to trying to send a message to the team, right? We saw Stefan Diggs do this with the Vikings. We've seen this a couple of times, but usually it involves your IG being clean. Yep. Like no bears pictures, no, uh, uh, um, no bears in the bio. You're scrubbing everything. Like I think Stefan Diggs at the end of the day was like a picture of him with his dog, right? <laughs> like it. when he was done yeah. with everything. So like, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where people are trying to make a story out of everything. And what we said before we got on the live to me was, um, just kind of where most bears fans are. Let's get a decision made. <laughs> Let's figure this out, dog. Let's figure out where we want the quarterback position to go. Hayes, I told you. As soon as I saw his name, I started smiling. I was like, you I know cannot he cannot be in here commenting. Neither Jordan nor Kid can focus when you in here frying, bro. Stop go ahead. Me, you oh, you I'm better be glad you hey, go guess live what? I'm gonna just unclick this right here. What are y'all? What are y'all? Yeah, you turn the chat off. You you, you are go. terrible with the chat. Kid, kid used to be. We'd be doing a whole live call talking about the Bulls, and then kid just be like, "Nah." Oh, that's that's saying. Saying. At the end people. of the day, you know, Michael Jordan was the goat. Where'd that come from? What? Hey, I start blocking people. <laughs> what are y'all? What are y'all thoughts on this whole situation? Do I you blocked think? your brother on accident. Oh yeah, I remember that. You did block. <laughs> I know. Wow. I know. I'm a, I'm a block Hayes on Instagram if you keep talking. Uh, but no, here's the thing. I think Justin Fields. Uh, there was a, slight, a good chance that he probably never followed the Bears. Um, this is all speculation, and like you said, this is the time where it's just a bunch of conversation going back and forth. So we need to know, you know, if there's any sort of inkling whether or not, oh, Justin Fields is going to get traded. Okay, well, he unfollowed the Bears, so that must mean that he he they had some kind of back back behind the uh, the scenes uh, conversation or something yeah. with the front office. So you know, it, it's just all speculation, in my opinion. Dog, it's just it's it's such a weird thing to me where you sit here and and you start speculating this. The first off is creepy. Why are we stalking this man's IG? It's way too creepy. And then why we like you? Do you know how deep of a dive you got to do? Yeah. To find out about somebody, you have to put in Justin Fields' Instagram, go to his followers, search Chicago Perfect. Bears, just to see that they didn't pop up, and then just assume that he followed the team before because he played for the team and he never... Here's the one thing y'all also have to understand about most of these athletes. Look at his Instagram. He don't even use I it. bet you the last picture he posted, there was a picture of him in his swimming pool. I started going through, I was like, business, 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 picture of him in his oh, pool. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's the last picture he actually posted, and he probably had to send that to somebody else for them to put it on his Instagram. Come on, dog. His dog probably got more images on Instagram than he do. Now somebody dog did say dog, hey, hey, somebody did say the dog don't follow the bears no more. Now that might be <laughs> a little, I mean, <laughs> he's had it with his I'm, I'm, The dog not following the dog, the dog should not been on the bears. He's that's living vicariously crazy. through the pet. Really, hey, bro, you got sometimes you got to. You know he's got a burner. The dog Instagram account got to have a, everybody should have a burner. I'm not gonna lie to you, just to get those thoughts out that you can't put out on yours. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. Well, now we know Pat has a burner. Anyway, oh, I, I, I 100% have a burner. 100%. 100%. Hey, 100%. hey, hey, shots out. Have you said he unfollowed someone today, Pat? Well, so what? <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, listen. yeah, I mean, like, it's just, it's one of those things where we're at a point now we're trying to create news, we're trying to create stories, and that's not what this is all about. You're trying to create clicks. Yeah, I mean, like, I saw, I saw, you know who I just saw today? Um, What's old boy from Barstool? Uh, uh, um, I, I want to say it was uh, not not Barstool Big Cat. Dave. No, no, White Sox Dave. Um, I saw White Sox Dave today, and he tweeted out somebody just DM'd me that Justin Fields has requested a trade, and he tagged Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and said, "When this story comes out, I want credit." We're creating things. We're building things. We're trying to add our own things. We're trying to write Baki. Mugs are cow herding out here. That's a great name for it. <laughs> ah, cow yeah. Cow herd. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's, that, that is, that's an interesting, uh, interesting term there as we uh, welcome C-Dub into the show. Look at him. Uh, he coming in classy. No Bobby Valentino glasses. No uh, just button up shirt. Little, I mean, I, I'm I mean, not hey, hey, watch, watch out for Hayes. Run, hey, run, man, man look like a professional Aaron. bowler right now. You know? hey, hey, bro, he looked like he played in the NBA All Star game, bro. We never did talk about them shirts that they was wearing from the 1950s. Oh my god, that was trash. Oh, we also never talked about how that legendary bowler actually did retire. He been retired. No, he just retired. He's been retired. He's been retired from the PBA. I he mean, just, like he's officially like hanging it all up. Yeah, who cares? Um, nobody cares. Uh, he has the best you quote. You are. I am. See, uh, what are your thoughts on Justin Fields unfollowing uh, the Chicago Bears? Allegedly, do you care? Nothing. It's nothing. You know. Uh, at the end of the day, hey, he know. got nervous when he first saw the story. Though. That man had a heart attack. Hey, he's like, no, no, no. Like, but he's on Twitter though. <laughs> he's on Twitter. He's oh, on. Oh, oh my god. Nah, smokescreen, man. It's nothing. You know, we don't even have proof whether or not he was even following the Bears in the first place on Instagram. So it's possible. And then he's still following the Bears on, on Twitter. Uh, you know, everybody wants to, you know, in this time of the year where there's no football being played, we're digging for every little thing, every little gem we could find, every little nugget. Uh, man, no, nah, honestly, I don't think there's anything. Uh, you know, now, here's the thing. If... <laughs> If he starts doing the whole, you know, you broke up with me, relationship ended bad, and he starts deleting pictures of himself being a bear, because he got a bunch of pictures of himself being a bear on them Instagram pictures. Yeah. So if he starts deleting those pictures, then we got some smoke. But for right now, no shot. Nothing. Yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm uh I'm so far removed. Once I saw this, I was like, yeah, you know what, you know what I've started doing? Every time I go to Twitter and there's like people just writing thesis. Uh, uh, papers on Justin Fields and Caleb Williams. I go to TikTok and I look up. Y'all ever seen the like where they where they shave the horse hooves? The horse, yeah, it, it's yeah. almost therapeutic a little bit, bro. I've been I've just been on that lately. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not looking up because the the stories at this point have gotten too outlandish. They've gotten too wild. Every everybody's got a source. Everybody's got a. Uh, 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 in-depth uh, analysis of what the team... And, and at this point, it's just like, now we're just waiting to see what Ryan Pohl's going to do. And that's why yesterday's conversation to me was interesting about 
you know, what the quarterback conversation is going to be heading into the combine, because if something were to get done, we would probably be talking about it getting done sooner than later, because now the Bears have to figure out whether they're going to focus on Caleb Williams or Justin Fields as their future. Or are you going Marvin Harrison Jr.? Are you going Roma Dunze? Like there's this we're we're at this point in the season where I would hope and this is why I love when Ryan Poles left the season he said I deleted Twitter because he just knew what was coming yeah yep. he knew what was going to happen once we got into this part of the season so uh much to do about nothing with this whole story appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us that's all the time we're gonna spend on it I gave it a solid 11 minutes all right hey, that was actually that, good I thought we were gonna right do now. like 10 minutes 10 seconds. I, I, I tried to. There's no way I'm turning that into more than 10 minutes. Me and Courtney Cronin worked it into like a 30 minute topic, but it was because we hadn't talked about uh, uh, um, Albert Breer's article yesterday. So check that out over on the Chicago Bears podcast. Like that, like that's, that's the, that was the only way it turned into 30 minutes where basically we went, yep, none of this is uh, real. And uh, we can't believe yeah. that people are really losing their minds on this. And I ain't gonna lie, there's a lot of Fields fans that was hurt last night. Like, Muzz was really like, it's over. It's, did no research, didn't look at nothing. Like, what are we doing right now? And, I, and I'm a Fields guy, but, like, Muzz was, like, on the timeline dying, bro. I thought it was over. <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. 148 in the building. 26 likes hey. in the video. Let's get hey, some likes. For those who are up. Fields fans, you got to ask the question, would you rather it happen now or wait two months? I mean, I, I think at this point, it, here's the one thing. It, the, another reason why I like that Ryan Poles is is off of Twitter and doing what he wants to do uh, and not feeling pressured in any way to do anything. We're impatient. It's fine if I'm impatient. It's fine if kids impatient, JCC Dub. It's fine if we're impatient. Uh, uh, Hayes, you know, frying people in the chat. It's fine if he's impatient, right? Like, that's 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 okay. My GM can't be impatient. Because you're in a situation where, as Bears fans, the anxiety is killing us. But Ryan Poles has the league by the balls. They can't go anywhere. They can't do anything. <laughs> Stay right here. He controls it all, he baby. Says so. It's all in his hands. That's crazy. <laughs> we did not need... <laughs> We got our flags at the thing. Jesus, we need flags on that. Uh, what did you just do, C Dub? And they were huge, he apparently. Jesus Christ. Hands, man. <laughs> he he got, said they, it was they too all handy. Apparently, apparently <laughs> the hey, Jordan, I wasn't going to do it twice, but I got I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> That's insane, bro. That's insane. That was wild. Hey, but no, he do. He got he got a chokehold on the whole NFL, man. Like honestly, everything goes through uh uh you know and what he wants to do. Yeah. And Bowles wants to trade. If he wants to stay put, everybody gonna have to wait on him. And he could be patient. He don't have to run out there and, and hurry up and make things happen. He could just do what the market dictates, man. <laughs> he yeah. said you right, was too right, casual right. with that one, champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, yeah. Hey, shout out to the chat. Jay Greer's with a great comment. Say you was too casual with that way, bro. It went too handy. Yeah, too. It was. It was you. Yeah, you was too casual. With that I just want to. I just want to show you how much he got a chokehold on his whole game, man. Poles oh, got Jesus. it, bro. Shout out Ted in the building with the super chat. A chokehold in that situation is insane. Uh, let's let's this started right. What's up, fellas? Appreciate the super chat. Let's get this started right. Shout out Ted in the building, man. Appreciate yeah, you for supporting Tanner, the channel you, monetarily like that. Um, that was that that was insane. I was ready to move on to the next topic and then just 
But he hey, Trevor said poles, chokehold, and balls all said within one minute. <laughs> we not gonna make it on TV, dog. Hey, hey man, I, I got it. I got it. Hey, you ain't seen the Mexican show down so, I can, so I can remember not to uh, get too many pause moments, man. That's all. Hey man, you we, Tuesday's the day to get them all out, I guess, because there's no flags on here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no flag. We ain't got. Uh, we ain't got it. Um. Let's keep this thing moving along, though, because the one thing that is an interesting conversation I do want to get into is the Jalen Johnson situation. Um, the, the Chicago Bears right now, the franchise tag window is open. Teams can start tagging players. And there's one player that's on this team that, to me, is probably... I don't want to say he's heading towards the tag, but the the further we get into this offseason, the further we keep moving and we haven't made a tra- or a decision on Jalen Johnson right now, it does feel like he might be heading towards the franchise tag now. With that tag, that doesn't mean that you you can't sign him to a long-term deal. That can mean we're going to tag him to allow us to get more time to come to an agreement here. But do you think that there is a chance that Jalen Johnson gets tagged and has to play out this season on the tag? Yes. Well, the, from from the perspective of his performance, no. I mean, you got to look at his whole entire season. Uh, we, we've spoken this into, you know, the ground. But, you know, his takeaways were the issue. And so having that four, those four interceptions really kind of propelled him into, I think, being one of the top cornerbacks. And, you know, and he possibly could – demand that being in a 20 to 21 million range per year. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that would probably set it back is if Ryan Poles kind of plays hard, uh, you know, hard. Uh, I don't want to say it. Right. Hard say hard it. Balls, hard, okay. I, I was hard going, okay. Hey, uh, there's too many pauses. I don't even know. How nah, to, that was yeah. crazy. He grabbed literal giant <laughs> balls for the NFL, bro, which you would assume the NFL has, but it was just crazy visual. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he, Ryan Pose may play a little hardball with him because he's may he may he may say you know when they come to the 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 uh, the, the table and discuss the contract uh, yeah you know you've been kind of injured in the past I think he has over fourteen games of, with various injuries especially with his so- shoulder since twenty twenty so that's something that could probably limit his his contract but uh, I, I'm thinking he's going to be top five at least. Yeah, I, I think I think here's the question that I would ask, right? Do you feel like we've gone the other direction where um, Jalen Johnson, yes, in theory he has some leverage, but really the leverage is in the Bears' court right now because the one thing that wouldn't happen last year that can happen now is Jalen Johnson right now, when he went and, and things broke down at the table before, you went back to the table and he said, give me a trade. I want out of here. I don't want to be a bear. I've, I've tried to work with you guys. You don't want to work with me. I'm out, right? Bears say, you go out, you facilitate you a deal. You figure out what you want. We're asking a first round pick for you, though. He goes out. Everybody kind of looks at him and goes, you want to make how much? And we got a trade for you? Nah, we're good. That was then. Since then, we've added pass rush. Now you can see how good he is with a pass rush. Now you can see how well he can take the football Mm -hmm. away with a pass rush. You see how much of an elite player he is with a pass rush. He's now a – I think at that point, you probably would say he's a top 10, maybe top 15 corner in the NFL. Now at the end of the season, he's a top five corner. You know what teams are willing to trade for? Top five corners. 
So to me, the franchise tag not only allows you the option for somebody like Ryan Poles, where if you feel wrong paying Jalen Johnson, which I don't think you should, I think Jalen Johnson should get his money. You opened up the $21.6 million. You basically should have deposited that directly into his bank account for this season and said it gets better from here. But if you're Ryan Poles and you're trying to do the only business type of decision right now you could tag him for the 18 what is it 18 4 18 5 something million let's just call 18, it 18 for cornerbacks you, yeah. you you can go into the season still with him on that franchise tag play let him play out on the tag if you can't get a deal worked out at that point right you can trade him away and go yeah we, we still were able to get something now because teams are more willing to give that draft capital there. I think that that could be a scenario that we might end up seeing play out. I would assume the more likely scenario is that he gets the long-term deal. But I think for right now, you have to think that that's a possibility because, once again, polls with all the leverage in his court, even when you thought... Like when I was breaking this down, I was like, Jalen Johnson got us, man. We got to pay him the 21. And I was like, wait a minute. And I actually, because I would assume with Matt Eberflus in there, we're probably drafting two more DBs. Yeah. I mean, DB Matt Eberflus still being there is the reason why they would tag him just because they're giving him that extra season to really turn things around and really shape this team up uh, and really see him as. Oh, 200 in the chat. Hey, 200. That's what I I can foresee, and, and it wouldn't be uncommon. I mean, I know it's a different position, but it's it's hey, Jalen Johnson. That's good breaking news. Have gone through being tagged in this situation. Uh, some players have gotten tagged multiple times. I mean, even Chris Jones at this point was dealing with the fact that they couldn't get a deal done, end up uh, tagging him and stuff like that. So it wouldn't be beyond the realm of possibility that he gets tagged. And I honestly think it would make sense for Post to do it because who's to say that? Ibraflus is still here. Who's to say that all the all these things work out and you have to end up, you know, imploding some, so to speak, and just, you know, revamping some things. And so I think it would just give them the best opportunity to see what's what and then and then give them a bag. And then especially as we we save more money to build out other pieces. But I will say the average rate for what he would make is what, 23? It's like 23 million. I mean, he would re be reset in the market at 23, but that's probably what he would come in asking for, I would assume, right? Like Hayes is saying, 18.7 is probably the contract the Bears are going to offer. He's going to want to reset the market, mm -hmm. right? He's going to want to be 21 to 23 million. Um, I guess you have to ask yourself, do you feel like the, and that is a big difference. That's a player, right? The, the difference in money is enough for you to sit there and have, to possibly mess up the relationship that is between Jalen Johnson and what the Bears currently have. Because that's what happens on the franchise tag, right? Sometimes people love it. Sometimes people are like, hey, I'm just glad to be here. Pay me my money. I'm going to get this 18. Kirk Cousins played it out. He was like, tag me. Tag me again. Tag me again. It worked out tag in me his again. favor, for yeah, sure. He got, he got his paper, so he was yeah. good. But I think that you also have to look at it and say, at the cornerback position, you look at that more as a skill position. Jalen Johnson's not going to want to risk playing the tag game because if I pull a hamstring, I turn an ankle the wrong way, I can't play. Now what is my contract worth, right? He's at the highest worth that he has right now. I would think he wants to get this deal done right now. Yeah. 
Everybody's right. silent. Everybody's just like everybody hey, just everybody's just nobody like, else had nothing like, to say. Crickets. Nobody else had not, nothing to add to that. Good lord. Everybody looking at the chat trying to see what Hayes is frying. That's what's wrong. <laughs> no, with I'm good. That's what's I'm wrong. Good. Hey, you got I'm you, literally you trying to stay focused on just these four it's boxes just... right here. It's killing you right now. It's the four boxes. That's all. If you don't pay attention, fight back. Fight back. You got the mic. <laughs> fight back. You said I got the money. <laughs> you got the uh, mic. But I he paid 10 you, yesterday. I'm your live. Like, fight back. <laughs> hey, you got the money is hilarious, bro. He did. This man super chatted to get himself on the screen. Joel said, you could have just tapped me on the shoulder for free. I just wanted to do something different, man. I could have did that. I just wanted to be silly. It was funny. It is was, there anybody else on the Bears right now that you guys feel um, you're looking at as a tag option possibly? That has proven themselves, no. I mean, you, you no. still got – well, no, no. Actually, no. Not 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 really. I don't see anybody else. Because DJ Moore is here for another, what, two years? Oh, yeah. DJ's yeah. here. Uh, Khalil Herbert is uh, – No. Hold on. Hey, hold on. Wait. Don't even say anything regarding the running back. Because Pat, Pat – No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just trying to bring up names <laughs> that I think are up for it. I would, I would dare him sign him back. For, for, for nothing right now. No, I think that, that that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Hey Pat, how much would you? Trevor saying, what's up with a deal now? for Tevin? Tevin Jenkins on it? Tevin Jenkins is is still on his. Uh, he's still under his, his rookie, rookie contract, contract, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm letting him play this last year. I don't own that deal. Yeah, and to I, see what's going on. I'm yeah, him play this like because his. I love Tevin. I he think Tevin is the best available player on the field, and he's one of the best athletes on the field at any time. But. He hurt. He he's injuries. He's, he's Kyle Long. That yeah, Kyle Long was an amazing player. Yeah, I loved Kyle Long as a bear. I thought that he was a perfect player to come out. But we we have the same conversation every year. He's talking about stuff he's doing for his lower back injury. He's talking about hey. stuff that he's done for his spine. He's talking about stuff that he's doing. But he came into the season with two injured quads. That's tough. I don't know how in the world that happened, but yeah, that meant both quads, dog. Yeah, back injuries are the worst too, especially for a lineman. Yeah, you 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 need to heal up. Yeah, there, there needs to be some consistency with uh, his uh, health. As it has on Twitter, bring by some by games by. together. Jordan Schultz reports that there is absolutely a building buzz about the Atlanta Falcons being in play to trade for Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean fun. that doesn't surprise yeah. me though. That doesn't surprise yeah. me, right? This one, this one just coming out now. He says that uh, Jordan Schultz from Bleacher Report basically saying that there's a buzz that the Falcons will trade. That doesn't surprise me. That's the team that we've talked about. Yeah, them and that's, that, that's not a new team. report, right? Like that's that's the only team that we've really talked about as having real interest. Everything outside of that is just like a Mike Tomlin smile as Justin Fields walks past. Yeah. Hey, Mike Tomlin, <laughs> though, I think would be the best fit for him, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. As far as a coach, yeah. Outside far of, coach, yeah. As far yeah. as a coach, yeah. I think yeah. he would thrive and he likes and his game too. Say that again. And he likes his game too. Yeah. He likes his game. He's not afraid of everything that Mike Tomlin has kind of recently said ever since he started podcasting leads me to believe that not only is he looking for that guy that he can like really help mold and things of that nature, but he's not against coaching out of it. And uh, I think I sent this clip to Pat. Uh, he even talked about how he was, uh, he, he loves hearing coaches avoid the work oh yeah i've said that i've said that a couple of times on here that that that's one of my favorite things because he's like oh he can't drop back and he can't do this and he can't make this play and it's like okay coaching coach him 
<laughs> that's that's what that's what coaching's for. That's why I want to have him coached up. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess we can talk about this from this aspect though. Now that it seems like a buzz is building, what is the least that you would take for Justin Fields to be traded to Atlanta? I thought about this extensively because they have a lot of young assets over there. I said, you're not getting a player back. I can guarantee you. Yeah, I was just about to say, that's just like the Detroit Pistons. I can almost guarantee you're not getting a player back. You're not getting Um, London. You're not getting Pitts. You're definitely not getting Bijan. But that's that's the thing. That's that's actually leaned into my point. Because they have so many young players who are still, who we all believe can be real big impact players, they don't need a lot of these picks. Like, if any team is in a position right now to say, skip these picks, Atlanta could say, skip these picks on a couple. Now, I ain't saying they're going to skip this first pick, but they could do that. They could deal that second and still be in good shape. They could deal a second and a third and still be in good shape because they have pieces they haven't developed yet. Kyle Pitts has not been developed yet. None, none of them have been developed yet. And so now you, you have a situation where you have a lot of raw talent that if you get the right coach in there, they already have a good defense. Things can really shape up for them with more competent QB play. And I think it just works out better for them. And, and, and so I can see why they would be like all in, so to speak, on Justin. Like, I don't think that they would have to worry about a competing offer. I think they are in prime position to make a deal for him that's reasonable, that no one would sit there and, and bat an eye at. Yeah, if we're realistically taking out the first round pick, I'm looking at their picks here in the 2024 draft. Yeah, they have uh, one in the second round, pick 43, then three, I mean, rather two in the third round, their own. Yeah. And then they got Jacksonville's, which could turn into a conditional, maybe second, uh, based on trade terms. So, I mean, if you're talking about giving Justin Fields to Atlanta for a two and a three, that would be my hope is that they get more than one of these picks back. Uh, and then we still keep our nine then you know you would go that route because as of right now we don't have a second round pick. Yeah. So that could be the that could be the move. Washington has a second round pick, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how we got old sweat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that off the chest. Yeah, a second and hopefully a third and maybe a fourth, you know. Uh realistic. Did you say second, third, and fourth? A second, a third, or a fourth. You know what I mean? Oh, like, a second and a third or a second and a fourth. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's okay. No, but uh hope that's you know, honestly, that's probably realistically what we can expect, hopefully. But I mean, the more teams that kind of get into this bidding war, the better for us. So I'm just hoping that, you know, more than just Pittsburgh and Atlanta is interested in fields because then that just you know, that gives us a better chance of possibly getting the first round pick. That's kind of the the hope, you know. But. I think that's the tough part, right? The the interest feels like there's maybe there's two, maybe three teams that are really in on Justin Fields possibly being uh, a part of their team. And, and the Bears might be one of the three teams, right? Like that's really where it's at right now. Not to say there isn't a belief in Fields, but a lot of teams are in a position to either get a quarterback or they're set at quarterback, at least for next season. And you're like, all right, look. We're either bottoming this thing out or we're going into this and trying to get one of these veteran guys. I think Pittsburgh is probably more on the veteran line. I would I wouldn't be surprised to see a Russell Wilson up there. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Kirk Cousins up there. Um, either one of those guys, I think, could be interesting there because yeah. you got the other pieces already in place. Shout out Bearlissimo in the chat. Bearlissimo all the way from the UK in this mug, man. Let's go, Bearlissimo. Uh, two second Zoom. round picks uh value as a minimum. I think the 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 second rounder straight up to me, yeah, is the least that I would take, hmm. and it's only because I feel like 
there's less and less buzz now. That's on the Bears to kind of hype this thing up. But I, you do have to come out of this with a second-round pick because if you're – if you look at it, right? Right now the Bears have one. The Bears have nine. The Bears have 75. One, nine, and 75. You got nothing in the middle. Hey, hey, hey. And then all the, all the prime centers – are going to be gone by then. Uh, oh, well, yeah, no, I, listen, I did yet. I did my mock draft today. Right now, I don't have the uh, the paid version of uh, PFF because dog is expensive, bro. Uh, <laughs> but I did my mock draft today over on the Chicago Bears podcast. But we can bring it here, right? So with doing nothing, with <laughs> the, doing nothing, the image though. Hey, hey, the image <laughs> is literally know. me going. The image is literally me going. I ain't paying PFF. Uh, <laughs> don't blame me. It's just. <laughs> It's just thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. I ain't paying for PFL. <laughs> uh, so bear with me here, right? Um, but the, the this is with doing nothing. You take Caleb Williams number one. I think that that's kind of the general consensus on what the draft is heading towards. But we'll see what that ends up being, depending on what they do with Justin Fields. Uh, like and then this. the the interesting part was PFF had Marvin Harrison Jr. going three to the New England Patriots, which caused a run of wide receivers because there was nothing but panic in the draft from that point on. So Roma Dunes immediately going four to Arizona. Uh, Malik mm, Neighbors, wow. I think, went six really? to New York, right? Like, it was like, oh, Arizona's oh, going to receiver oh, regardless. Pandemonium. You know what it was like? I'm not going to lie. As I was wow. watching it, I was like, I was like, I was like, this is how, like, when somebody, when kid, right, when kid picks Pat Mahomes with the second overall pick. I won that year. Oh, snap. Here we go. I don't know what to do anymore. I won that year, though. Getting quarterbacks off the board until the beginning. It's like, like, that's how it always ends up going. And so, uh, Bear, listen, I do like PFN's mock, but PFN uh, doesn't allow you to trade players. That was the only problem uh, that I had with that. But, Hey, I the, love how Pat threw me under the bus with that when he clearly did it last draft, too. Yeah, no, it auto-drafted that. Remember? <laughs> no, no, you chose Patrick Mahomes. No, it picked whoever the top player was. Now he going to auto-draft. All right, Pat. Okay, so I, I, I got a question. Right, kinda, right, that when it happened, I said right, the first time I was not paying attention because I was at a whole nother job. event. I was I at my it. brother's house. That mother picked Pat Mahomes first. You see, I ain't doing no other leagues. Uh, but no, I, I did win my league this year, though. But no, uh, after yeah. that, right, Dallas Turner at nine. And Cedric Van Pran still there at 75. Like now, Cedric Van Pran is a pure center, and that's why people don't like him. He's that's a mauler. No, that's but, but, why but, I love him. No, see, that's why I like him, because I don't no. need him going to any other position. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I love him. Pure center. I don't want Matt Eberflus to even think about getting cute with him. Yeah, oh, you can move him to guard. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you leave him in the and he's quick. Let's put him on the left side. <laughs> Bro, you know what I mean? Like legit. Like and 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 you know what's funny about it? Think about it. All the players that we do that with have shorter careers. Cody Whitehair has had a long run with the Bears. 10-year career. He was a guard. He was another guard. He was a tackle for like an hour. And then like they were like, that didn't work. And they put him in center. And they were like, you, now you're our starting center, right? Uh, um, Lucas Patrick, he was a guard with the with the Packers. They moved him to center a little bit. We saw that. We liked that. We moved him to center. He can't play. He's beaten up. Right? Like you sitting here moving guys around. Tevin Jenkins is a guy that's moved all around the line. He's pretty much played every position but center. He's beaten up. Yeah. Like me, I, I really like Van Pran because, and if he's available for you at 75, that to me makes me feel better. I've done a couple of mock drafts and he's been available in that sec, late second to third round range. 
And that to me makes me feel better because that is where I want to get my center at. Yeah, I believe he has a second round grade. If you get him in a third at that, man, that would be that would be nice. That would be real nice. Now, again, that is that is why you have to have the whole right. Like there has to be some chaos that sets in. Somebody's got to do something that nobody expects. When I saw MHJ third, I was like, what the heck are they doing? Hold on. Yeah, I mean, like it's just it's just one of those things where it's like, why would the Patriots take him? And then like you you have to believe in Mac Jones. Oh, the one thing I did hear that uh and I, I mean everyone's just you know throwing stuff out there, but yeah. If the uh, Washington Commanders actually do go QB, someone trading for Sam Howell because uh, Sam Howell had a decent he had a decent season with a bad O line. I mean, there's some things to work on, but it's his first season starting. He has a lot of promise. He has to me, he has a very uh, the worst version of Josh Allen thing going on right now. Yeah, that you mm-hmm. can kind of coach out of. But he yeah, still put up 4,000 yards. He was 21 or 21. So, I mean, it was a one-to-one ratio on turnovers. But he also was the most sacked QB. He was the most sacked QB, had one of the worst O-lines, and he had the most attempts in passing all season. Now, why you would do that to a QB is probably why Eric Bieniemy got fired. But, all right. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 You can have Sam Howe. I'm cool on Sam Howe. It's I mean, just, hey, listen, if if Justin was getting hit as much as he was getting hit and we still had him dropping back 612 times. I mean, for the most part, we did. <laughs> hey, look at look at how we hey, feel look, about it. Hey, look, like, hey, look, hey, look, Justin could just get away. Sam Howe can't. That's really what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? Sam Howe was getting cracked. So, I mean, hey, it's something to build off of. If I, I'm being honest, I think that trade and, again, Russell Wilson, wherever he lands, really shakes things up for this draft because that – that is the big difference between you going QB for this this year or going this high for some teams as opposed to waiting, maybe even going for a later round. Bo Nix is a name that kind of creeps up for a lot of teams now. J.J. McCarthy is climbing the ranks again. I, I don't, told y'all, bro. They got a hype Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's obvious. A lot of people are saying that he would be way better if they actually committed more to passing. They didn't use him. I will yeah. say this. After, Blake after Corn was their dude. After watching J.J. McCarthy, and I'll say this, the part that I'm impressed by with J.J. McCarthy is um, he's almost like an elite role player. And what I mean by that is, like, you getting six shots a game and you knock down four of them. You only getting six shots a game. You're playing 35 minutes. You're getting six shots a game and you knock down four of them. That's J.J. McCarthy to me. J.J. McCarthy with Michigan last year was somebody who could you know, like they they didn't call upon him to do a ton, but when they did, JJ could sling yeah, that. He came through. He JJ came through. could get. He, I, there, there's few moments where I looked at JJ last year, um, and and after looking at him, because I was like, maybe he's a dude the Bears right. They keep Justin. You can get him a little bit later. You could pick him up. Feel good about it. Like he could play within the scheme. And when you ask him to be like, hey, listen, we need you to hit this dude downfield right now, or we lose the game. He can make that play. Yeah. That that to me is an intriguing type of player, and I think that's why he's flying up the draft board. But I don't like if somebody is, you know, the, the Giants. Giants taking him six. Giants. I think. Giants gonna take him six. That you think like Giants gonna take move. JJ six? That feels like a daybo move, don't it? Ooh. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to trade up. Honestly, that feels like a daybo move. Yeah, I mean, like that. That feels like uh, oh, we didn't get Drake May or Jaden Daniels or they were. Ah. Let me get uh let me get JJ. What's that five QBs that we're talking about now? Yeah. A lot of QBs go. Phoenix, go, JJ, Drake, May, Jaden, obviously Caleb. 
you got Bo Nix that might be later on in the draft, but yeah. Who the heck does Bo Nix go to? Probably he'll like, probably be a backup for somebody. Like I could see him going uh, to Seattle. If it, you you're saying who is he in the NFL right now? Like who, who is his to? cop on top? Yeah, who's his cop and what team is going to get him? Like what team? Bo Nix is just this weird. Like, I mean, he can ball, but I don't know. Like somebody just like failed. What the heck is going on? I just remember you being so surprised when you found out Bo Nix was white. That was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> he was like Bo Nix is. Bo white. I dog. I didn't know. I thought he was like Hispanic or something. I don't know why. I thought he was like. <laughs> I was like Bo Nix. What? Bo Nix like, going Bo. to Denver. I could see that too. Yeah, with with Russ being. Uh, I could see uh, <laughs> on the outs. I could see, I could see Bo Nix and uh, and JJ another name, right? Another team. If JJ does get down a little bit further, that I could see uh, Denver taking JJ to yeah. Denver to me seems almost perfect. Like that seems like a match made in heaven for him. I'm trying to see yes. if they have a comparative on here with uh, you know normally these draft breakdowns are like this is who yeah, he most reminds Jalen Hurts, kid's gonna hate him. Now wait oh, a minute. Already, you already know how I feel. Now man. wait a minute. <laughs> hey, hey, Jalen Hurts Jaylen is Hurts. already on my right. list of most overrated QBs right now. Hey, hey, I like Ben Lissabon's take on it. He's somewhere between Minshew and Mayfield. I feel better about that. Jalen Hurts felt a little disrespectful right there. I don't know about that one. Hey, man, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to let you guys hear from our sponsor, Aura, which please, if you guys have not signed up with Aura for their 14-day free trial, please check the link in the description and do so. And on the other side, we want to talk about some of the people who are eligible to be tagged that maybe won't get tagged, and we could get here in Chicago. All that and more on the other side of the break. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and watching the show. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Aura. Have you ever done a Google search on your own name? You'd be surprised what pops up. Your full name, email address, home address, health records, your relatives. It's all out there. And that's why I've been using Aura, the sponsor of today's video. Aura shows me which data brokers are selling my information and automatically submits opt-out requests just for me. Cleaning up my information not only helps reduce the amount of spam I get, but it protects me from hackers who could use that information to help them access my social media, bank accounts, and other sensitive information. It's really simple to set up. I don't have to download several apps or go to things like antivirus, VPN, password management, parental controls, identity theft, but you can get all of that in one place with Aura. I get everything at one affordable price as well. You may already have one or two of these tools, but not having Aura is like leaving the front door locked while leaving the back door and windows wide open. For you to be able to take advantage of Aura, we got a special deal for you here today. Stop data brokers from exposing your personal information. Go to my sponsor at https forward slash aura.com forward slash the windy city. Again, that is uh, aura.com forward slash the windy city to get a 14 day free trial and see how much of your information is being sold. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Welcome back to TED Talk with Pat, the designer, and the rest of these guys. No, I'm kidding. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star view. Y'all know what to do. Before we do get back into this, we also want to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. This is, listen, I've uh, indulged in a little bit of underdog, very entertaining game. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get in on some of this. Now, NBA action, it's underdog fantasy in their pick them game. You can just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite players, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. I saw somebody during All-Star Weekend, it cleaned up because they picked uh, Jacob Toppin. Um to go over on the total uh, um, on the total score for the dunk contest. So stay in tune with us on that one. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play. All you have to do is pick between two and five players, fill out your pick them entry, and get every pick right and take home your selection of some cold, hard cash. Use the code TWCB. Get your first deposit doubled up by $500 over on underdog they're also giving you a little bit of an insurance policy with that as well so make sure that you check in i think you can get four out of the five right if you make if you uh select to go with that insurance you get a little bit less money but you get some money in your pocket and y'all know how them parlays be going man sometimes four out of five is exactly what you end up getting uh Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love hit that like button subscribe <laughs> to the page leave that five star view y'all know what to do uh let's jump into this uh topic here boys because i think there's some interesting players who are on the market that may not get tagged uh one of them we already know is saquon barkley i wish joel was here so he could smile and laugh and and laugh heartily from here to here Um, but what i what i do have to say is this i said the one scenario that i would be interested in saquon barkley becoming a chicago bear is facts, Carlos. I don't know if he ever did or not. Um, Is if you went and you drafted the rookie quarterback. Because there is something about having safety blankets for the rookie quarterback. There's something about having the guy that you can just say, it's ugly out there. Where's Saquon? Woo! They they trying to kill me out here. Let's hand the ball off a little bit. <laughs> See, the only concern I got with that is you better hope that you don't overwork him and then he he pulls his 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 leg again on the same turf that he did before, you know, here in Chicago. So I I yeah, I, I'm I'm on the you know, I know how you feel about running backs. I'm not really high on that. You no, know, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay him a dime, but hey. Nothing. Maybe a nickel. <laughs> trying to yeah. get him in on uh Italian beef juice and hey. uh Maybe and some chocolate cake. Yeah. A little chocolate oh, yeah. cake, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm good on Saquon. What, if he get tagged, what is it worth, $12 million? If he get tagged? Something like that, yeah. But I believe that the belief around the Giants is that they're not going to tag him. But I think that, right, that's going to be one of those situations very similar to um, What's the uh, what, what, what the Panthers did this year, right? Where the Panthers were like, man, we got this rookie quarterback. I really wish we had a running back to help him out. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like, well, you let him go to Chicago and you traded the other one to San Francisco. Also, something that Sam Howell didn't have, by the way. Any, anyway, moving, moving on from that. I just, I just, just, yeah, just Sam Howell love is the weirdest love. Kid it's, loves it's, it's a not, quarterback. It's just, kid I told loves, you, man. We already know it's well no, documented. He, kid loves his mids. Bro, hey, hey, bro, kid loves a quarterback. Don't make me go there with you. Bro. That is all. Don't make me go there with every you. You, you year. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm no, no, not justifying because just just because Calvin's here, Calvin will make every excuse in the world for Justin. It'd be like Sam had the same thing, but no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. did yeah, he did. Man. So anyway, moving forward. Test, uh, how many yards per carry? Weird love, love dog. <laughs> How many yards per carry does uh Roshan Johnson have? I mean, nothing really, because he he really didn't didn't get much. Yeah, he didn't get a lot. He didn't of, get much of, run of as, as the actual running back. They threw him out there to block. Really, I would say he probably finished with three point six yards per carry, somewhere around there. But when he did yeah, run, he I'm ran hard, quick. right? I think he had he averaged when he when he got the opportunity to run, he did play well. Yes, I'm just saying, like, and and y'all know, I'm I'm not looking to pay nobody. We got enough running backs on the team for me. But okay. if you were going to pay a running back, if you were going to pick up a player uh, from free agency, trying to pull up Roshan's yards per carry here. Uh, yards per carry has averaged 4.3 this season. 4. Oh, that sounds years. real good. Man, your know. internet is faster than mine. You know I'm trying to look it up. Hey, that sounds real good. Oh, I, I got that. You know, I got the, you know, I got them, them sites. We still got Foreman, right? <laughs> got that stuff. We still uh, got Foreman, I right? mean, well, no, you, you probably end up letting Foreman go. All right, it depends yeah. on who we have in a, in our RB room. Just, let's be honest. Like, who are we? Keeping? Well, no matter who you got, if you add Saquon, Saquon's your one for sure. But I do believe that I, I mean I'm of the belief that we're gonna go with a QB. I do I do know that we need to have a dominant run game. So like I wouldn't look Saquon's way if we kept most of our running back core. But if we're getting rid of most of them, like we're not having four, and we only have Roshan. Who's next? We lost Monty already. Who, um, yeah, Chatown Javier, exactly. That's I mean, exactly that's what I would do. Draft Chatown Javier, draft, draft Blake Corm in the third. I have fourth round pick for you, maybe. Yeah, got, if he stays got, that long, he is, he is a talented running back from Michigan. But if he stays that long, I would draft him and then and let uh Foreman go and then let Roshan and him duke it out for that starting. Uh, running back. I still, I still got too much stuff I need for us to be talking about a talking about a running back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like it, it, it's it's one of those situations where if the Chicago Bears came out of this offseason and didn't pay Saquon, I'd be thrilled. Um, but it it is somebody who is available that we know is not going to be on the list. Him? What if you can get him for like you know eight million, maybe eight to ten? Uh, That's nah. a lot of money for a running back. My blood. But I mean, I think Berlissimo mentioned it earlier. I I, th I think it was him that said, "You if you get if you're going rookie quarterback, then I would address left tackle and center first. You need that protection to kind of be shored up before I'm I'm going after a running back. Running backs, as we've we've known for a while, come a dime a dozen, and so you need to shore up the protection for a rookie running back. That's going to make him feel more secure and kind of uh, help him to trans." Uh, transition smoother into the league since what the topic was realistically we're talking about people who may get tagged people who may not get tagged what those yeah. situations are uh obviously we know what our needs are but there's just some names i'm gonna throw out there shot in the dark i, I know it probably won't happen but t higgins is available he getting tagged he's he better get tagged yeah, I, would, I would assume he i better would get assume tagged. he's getting he tagged though <laughs> if he don't and he's like they I, well, I highly doubt they let him up but again shot in the dark 
you make a move for him because yes. I, I I think if you go QB, you're not you're passing up on MSJ. You're not getting another <laughs> uh, another uh, dominant uh, target for uh, for your QB, whoever it is. Like you, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I just love this because he don't agree with Pat on anything but this one. I'm not paying a running back. <laughs> hey, that's a fact. That's a fact. Hey, hey, um, he, he just he he here every day, just like this dude has no idea what he's talking about. Running back conversation back. on point. No, I love it. I love, <laughs> it. I love that we have a show that can that can advocate for both sides of the debate. It's yeah, such yeah. running backs, man. They they get no love these days, man. Well, the I do see a name. I do see a name that we haven't really mentioned, and uh, his production has kind of fallen off since he's been traded to uh, Arizona. But uh, I believe the Cardinals aren't going to waste any of their money on tagging anyone. You have Marquise Brown, who's had, uh, I think, twelve over 1,200 yards for the past two seasons. So so not the best numbers. Of course, we know that could also be because of the, the inconsistency at quarterback with uh, Kyler Murray kind of being up and down. But that could be a name where we, we implement him in as a wide receiver three. I feel like we got that guy though. I feel like we have Ooh. him in Mooney. No, nah, nah. I feel like Hollywood Brown and Mooney are like the same. I'm it personally okay like, with Mooney moving forward. I'm, I'm, I, it I'm is, okay. It is interesting. Like everybody's kind of out on Mooney, but to me, Darnell Mooney is what you want in a lot of these receivers that you're looking at on the market if you draft somebody, right? It's a lot of I, I see a lot of guys that are talented, but like it's it's slight guys. Yeah, I mean, like the, a lot of the guys that we're looking at, unless you go spend big money on receiver out here, it's slot guys. Darnell Mooney's already on the team. Yeah. He's already that. Now, he's not going – I would assume he's a Kansas City Chief. Now, yeah. I just would. I would assume that he's a Kansas City Chief because everything that uh, – uh, you, you have to think about it. We hate Matt Nagy. Darnell Mooney's best season is with – Matt, Matt Nagy. We dislike how Matt Nagy used people. Darnell Mooney yeah. probably looking back two seasons ago was like, I had a thousand yards with that dude. <laughs> and he just won a Super Bowl. Looking hey, at, Billy uh, Simo, that's the hope, man. I mean, he's saying that maybe it's because of his, his him in the down years because of his surgically repaired ankle. And he, he, he kind of, you know, relies on his speed, getting in and out of breaks. And so maybe next year he'll be a better version of himself if he's kept. Yeah. Let me ask you all a question and talk about a team that's over the cap. Uh, and, and I think it's several teams like that, but Miami, I saw this name. I don't know if we need a, de a defensive tackle, but Christian Wilkins. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, we need a <laughs> Yeah, we do. Yes. That's the perfect <laughs> We literally need the position he plays. As, 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 let me rephrase it. As much as he's going to cost, because he's going to come in at a pretty penny. Yeah, but that's a position to me that you that you're willing to pay money for, right? That that's a position to me that I look at a guy like Christian Wilkinson and I say that's your answer, right? I don't go into next season questioning Javon Dexter. He's gonna develop. How's he gonna play? I mean, like, is Zach Pickens gonna be the guy that steps up? That'd be cool too. I, I go into next season saying we got an answer. We 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 know exactly who is going to be our guy in the middle. So they won't. They probably won't be able to keep him because they're so far over the cap. I mean, that like they're egregiously over the cap. Yeah, fifty-two million. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they gotta. They might have to let Buddy walk. Uh, I think that's really a name that we really would see and could make a move at because I mean they can't do anything with him. Really, he'd, he'd be an interesting one because I I think that um, 
then you start asking yourself, right, do you feel like you have to go out and pay the big money for the big name players? Right. Yeah. Not that not to say that he's not worth the money, not to say that I wouldn't love to to bring him into this team and, and have him be a part of something big here. Um, he but I'm looking at a guy right now who is how old is he right now? I was just going to say, say because compared 30? to uh, he's, he's almost 30. Right 30. Oh, okay, so Chris right Jones is 29. Okay. He, he's, okay. he's born 95. Okay. Born 95, so he's 28 right now. Oh, no. Well, yeah, I'm going to assume. Oh, yeah, he 95. He's 28, yes. I'm assuming okay. he, so that's, that's, he'll, be, he'll be 29 right. going into next season. season. Next season. Yeah. He's born in December, so 29. So, yeah, I mean, like, that's in a good age range for you. You're not talking about a guy that's racked up a ton of injuries in his time in the NFL. That'd be somebody interesting. But I guess the that option opens up more if you move on from Justin Fields. Because that's $20 million a year players. You're investing $50 million in your defensive line, which is fine. I hear a lot of people go, I'm not investing $50 million in my D-line. I'm not like, yes, yeah, you do. I'm I'm fine with you investing that much money in your D-line. I'm fine with you going all in and wanting to pay that guy. The question for me is, is he that guy because he's in Miami? Because we have very different weather conditions here in Chicago. Can you be that guy in the cold? Can you be that guy in, in Soldier Field and not in uh, whatever Miami Stadium is called? I don't even remember what it's called. The the, the it's the, in Miami. It doesn't matter. The the, the, <laughs> the Aqualand or something like Miami. that. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Aqualand. Aqualand. Whatever. Um, that that's yeah. my only question, right? With, with players like that that you bring from warm weather to cold weather, how quickly mm-hmm. are they going to be able to adapt to it? Because I'll tell you what, I watched that Dolphins game when they were in the snowstorm. Yep. We have snowstorms. <laughs> we play in blizzards. We play in the snow. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. I mean, the guy is coming off of, of a high season, uh, uh, career high in sacks, quarterback hits, pressures, pressure rate. I mean, that would be a really good pickup. He's a name that's up there, uh, not probably in the same tier as Chris Jones, but uh, who's maybe a few months younger than Chris Jones next year, uh, going into the twenty four season. So, yeah, if they if if they don't have the money to tag him, then yeah, I'm 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 for him as kind of like that second name to keep in mind if Chris Jones was really serious about staying with Kansas City. And then of course, I saw Shaitan uh, Javier mention it too. We always talk about Justin Matter BK, but he's not going nowhere. He he he's had too much of a breakout season to. For the for the Ravens to realistically let him go, I think he stays put. Only one other name for me and Pat. I want to ask you this one: It's uh coming by way of the Steelers, where well, he was traded and then got injured. Uh, Kevin Dobbs, Dotson, yeah. offensive guard, Rams. Yeah, there's, there's cut short, but there's, I mean, big dude. There's a reason guys like that go. Yeah, there's there's a reason he's available. I mean, he was an odd fit for that team, regardless. Though there's a, there's a reason he's like I'm 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 leery on I'm I've been burned too many times by uh by free agent guards here. John Collins, are we saying the Justice Post saying he requested a trade is not genuine, even though it's written in first person language? Huh? Hey, I tell you what, John Collins, you put that link in the chat right there. And we'll I don't even it. know what he's. We don't even know what you're talking about. about. Justin Fields requested a trade. Unless you saw something we didn't. Did anybody else see? I didn't even see anything about Justin requesting a trade. I saw. Yeah, me neither. I saw uh, White Sox Dave say that. But. I mean. I do got got one other name uh, on this. uh, this, this, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just real quick, uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, what do you all think about Leonard Williams? That's an, that's a guy who's for the longest I've followed him since he was at USC. I believe he was at USC, right, for uh, college, and uh, had, had come in with a lot of uh, hype and, and and talent around him. I don't think he's performed consistently year to year, but he's somebody who you could probably put on this line who could be better than what we have out uh, opposite of Montez Sweat. You yeah. know, Yannick Ngakwe didn't really do that well. I feel like well. he got that already. Leonard you Williams to me is Demarcus Walker. Oh, I think he's a little better than him, man. Demarcus Walker looked a lot better when you had a better player on the other side. That's true. That is true. I, I just I just think he has more potential or more talent. But, but yeah, you could be right. He Leonard didn't really Williams, have great numbers. Leonard Williams is a dude to me. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm not. I guess like that's kind of what you, what you try to get okay. in, in some of the buyout stuffs. But I'm just, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good on Leonard Williams. I, the one thing that I will say is, yeah, he's not a four three end as well. Um, yeah. The one, the one player that I, that I guess intrigues me a little bit, and the one I'm probably going to be watching most is who's Mike Evans. What, what's going on with Mike Evans right now? That's a lot of money right there, though. What's going on with Mike Evans right now? I don't yeah. know if it's as much money as you think. Because you got like a lot you of money. To, you have 20 million to, for tag. You have to remember, right? 20 million for the tag, but you also have to remember that if he doesn't get tagged, he did not want to be in Tampa last year. They just fought, they were like, you're not leaving. Like, we're not trading you. We're not getting rid of you. You're here, right? Um, is he still in that feeling? Now, yes. He's a little bit older. He's definitely not Mike Evans, who was Hall of Fame Mike Evans, but maybe, but right, he also was with Baker Mayfield last year, so maybe that played into it a little bit. But pairing DJ Moore and Mike Evans to me would be an interesting concept for this offense because now you're having a little bit more defined roles with your Z and your XY receiver. You kind of know where things are going to end up. At that point, bring in a Tyler Scott's here to stay. Yeah, like, like put put Tyler Scott in all of Darnell Mooney's roles. Yeah, I mean, like he would be I'm one crazy. to me that would be very, very interesting to bring in, depending on the price. Depending on the price. As weird as it sounds, I'd probably be more interested in taking a fly on really. Oh, most definitely. As a as a three? I mean as a two. Okay. Oh, really well, you get your two in the draft. You have to get your two in the draft. I would think I you Mike have Evans. to. I don't think you have to get it. Not if I get Mike Evans. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm if not. I got a, if up I got a wide receiver day. combo of Evans and uh, and DJ Moore, that's a one A one B. I'm 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 sitting there looking at um uh, um now the older version of Jamar Chase. <laughs> no, I'm sitting there looking in the third or fourth round for my wide receiver. Here's the only reason I'll say this too. Right? Who's the best receiver that that uh, uh, Ryan Poles has got? DJ Moore. DJ. How'd he get him? Trade. Right. Trade. Yeah. Draft Who the guys trade. Draft? Bayless Jones. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. Tyler Scott. I'm a little scared. I'm not saying I don't believe him. It's still in polls we trust. But I'm a little scared. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get a point with that one. All you get a point with that one. Stomach hey, on listen. the ground. I'm not saying Drop. it's not in polls we trust. But when it comes to wide receivers... I'm a little nervous. Well, that's now, probably that why they get, get one of the top three. <laughs> Lamont, that is a good question there. This, this is the thing about the tag. You have to convince everybody to come play with a rookie quarterback. Um, mm. This is a lot harder to do. The, I think a lot of the things, a lot of the names on this list are a lot harder to acquire 
if you don't have Justin Fields here. I think with Justin Fields here, you could convince Mike Evans to come Mike Evans to come here and play. I think with Justin Fields here, you could convince some of the receivers on that list or some of the defensive players because they feel like you're already going in the right direction. I can tell you this after talking with these players and talking with players who are former players. Um, they don't care about rookies. <laughs> they 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 literally do not believe rookies will change their team. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know. You get MHJ. They have to be. They have to be very special in order for yes. them to be game changed. Yeah. Like you, you have to have you have to have somebody that just looks at Caleb Williams and goes, "Oh, he's gonna be Pat Mahomes." I don't know if that's Mike Evans. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I just, I don't know if that's Mike, or, or he has to see something where he's like, Brady used to do that when he was down here those couple years. Yeah, I mean, like, that that is the part where you do have to convince people to to believe in the rookie that is in place if you do go the rookie route. I mean, MHJ, I see MHJ a lot in this chat. MHJ is not even a question if you get a quarterback. I mean, if you like, keep you're not getting MHJ. If like you keep bills, you just trade back to two or three and get MHJ. Well, that's a whole different conversation. If 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 I'm if I'm getting fields, right? Uh or if I'm keeping fields and I'm getting MHJ, I'm just I, I don't need another wide receiver. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I got him. Hey, hey, Darnell Mooney, Tyler Scott, Kid, JC, whoever wants to play that, whoever wants to play the slot, whatever y'all do. Yeah, it I mean. don't matter. <laughs> if I'm yeah. keeping fields and we get MHJ, we just think he's gonna have a problem. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem. That, that Brian Thomas be, Jr. is that a name that's that's to now, be looked at. Yeah, I do want to say this. Courtney pointed somebody out, and, and this is more draft talk than anything. But Courtney pointed, and then we got to get about here. Uh, Courtney pointed something out though, where she put together a really nice on today's Bears podcast, a really nice draft board that I thought was ridiculously interesting. Hmm. She takes Caleb Williams one. Trades back, takes Jackson Powers very early. So you, I think she got him 13th. But she got a bunch of draft capital for trading back and ended up getting a third-round pick, I believe. Um, and with the third-round pick... She traded the ninth pick back. She traded the ninth pick back. 13. And with the third-round pick, she took uh, Brendan Rice, who's with like Caleb it. Williams at USC, bringing Caleb's right star wide receiver with him. Would you be interested in something like that? And that was, that was a scenario where I was like, Hey, yo, I need, I'm, I'm cool with that. Absolutely. They're going and have her in the war room. Well, we, we might try to get Brendan Rice is very underrated. Six, three, I mean, 20 you talk pounds, about good size, good ability. Yes. Um, great yeah. father. Yeah, very good father. Yeah. Jerry's uh, one of the best, if not the hey, best. We've seen what happens when you draft a QB and you get their primary target not too yep, far after. Good things happen. So, I mean, uh, why wouldn't you want that there? I, who I we, who do we got that's in the league? This Burrow and uh, Chase. You got uh, who else? Uh, Oh, who's got, who's paired up with the, their, the, with yeah, their the tandems from college that 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 went to the same. I think team. that's it. Well, Burrow and I think that's it. Burrow and Chase. I don't think anybody else is playing with their college one. with their college number one option. I know the uh, the the converse. Uh, well. I, think, I think I think you think about CJ and Tank. They didn't play together, did they? No, at Ohio State. No, Tank Tank Dale wasn't at Ohio State. Dale wasn't at Ohio State. I'm trying to think who was. Uh, 
Yeah, Tua and Waddle was the one that uh, that or not Tua. Um, no, yeah, Tua and Waddle. That's right. Hurts mm-hmm. Alabama. And and uh, who was who's who's else is down there? Jalen Hurts threw to him in the in the Pro Bowl, and everybody was like, "Man, what if they played together?" Jalen Hurts, you talking about CD? Wasn't he with CD Lamb? CD Lamb, that's who he threw it to. He threw it to CD Lamb down there. Um, that was that was one of them. Like, oh yeah, let's get CD up out of Dallas, send him over to Philly. It'll never happen. But hey, I was just Courtney just Courtney. seeing that, just seeing that, it it, it it excited me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, that's a cold move right there. She Terry cold Anderson for says trade Justin to the Patriots. Then with the third pick, Patriots take Marvin. Boy, ain't that smart. I heard that one today. <laughs> Okay, I, that would be that would be an elite move for uh, the Patriots. Yeah, that would be that would be a phenomenal. And then you see how Justin would. Oh, that would that would be a kick in the in the in the in, down below, dog. Jesus. Yeah, yep. he's over. Hurt. He's over in in New England, just slinging dots to MHJ and looking like a superstar quarterback. And it's just like you literally could have had it. And then they could bench him it. the second he throws the interception. Like, yeah, okay, sure. I thought like we were going to regret it. there. Oh, Bill isn't there. You're right. Bill ain't there. There's no Bill. No Bill in the league this year, bro. NFL going to be weird this year. NFL going to be weird this year, bro. It's time to move on. No Bill me. Belichick. Say a passing of the torches, huh? No Eric B. No Eric B. Well, that's not that weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm not thrown off by that at all. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see what this ends up being, but I'll tell you one thing. I am uh, I am ready for this uh, this quarterback talk to end. To be over, dog. Just make it won't it, be over. It over. Guess what? Something might happen tonight. Somebody, Justin Fields is gonna like like a picture of uh, of a of a white woman in New England, and Mud's gonna be like, "Oh my God, he loves the Patriots." Like, <laughs> hey, didn't Giannis unfollow the Bucks before? Oh, championship for the Bulls. Well, I'm just saying, right? Like, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fact that you know Giannis unfollowed the Bucks, it, you know what kind of storm that created. So it's like yeah. at the end of the day. It's all smoke screen, man. He probably never even followed the Bears. On hey, the- hey, dog. Giannis unfollowing the Bucks. It has a it hits totally different than, than Justin unfollowing the Bears. It's like uh, you ain't that guy yet, G. Giannis literally not really. Though. I mean, I think I think it's one of those situations. Like it's still the same thing. That's how younger players send messages now. That's how play. That's how players. You know, they they go about. It. But well, Giannis sent the message in a different way. He basically just went on a podcast and said. Uh, yeah, if we're not winning, I don't want to be here. Like, wait a minute. You you could just say that? You could just come out and say that? Like, I didn't know you could do that. Ever. a player and you've brought them a championship, you are the second coming of uh, Kareem? Yeah, you could say that. Or Wilt. Oh, no, Wilt second coming to Kareem. <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, uh, well, no, they won with Wilt there. I mean, Kareem. They won with they, Kareem. They won with Kareem there, but I mean. Kareem and Big O. Let's be real. Kareem and Giannis, there's a gap there. Kareem, a lot I more mean, talented. Don't get me wrong. That's a Giannis' skill set is downhill. Kareem's yeah. skill set was all over the court. All over the court. <laughs> and that's you get one. what I'm talking about, guys. Ninth, hey, I don't know what you're talking for uh, New England's pick. Hmm. Ninth pick and fields for New England's pick for three. Why though? I mean, to get to, th- to so then you got the first pick and the third pick. I think the problem with that, well, like I've seen that a couple that. of times, but like. Wh- all, all you're doing is basically saying, I'm giving up. I guess you're saying Justin Fields is worth a three. You got to say he's better than all the other quarterbacks. Well, you're saying, you're you're saying not, he's worth the third, the third pick in the draft. 
We're yeah, that's, that's too unrealistic. That, yeah, that you would are, be because dream. anything outside of that, the ninth pick is less compensation than the third pick. You're going to get a worse player. You have to believe that your third overall pick is worth Justin Fields. Yeah, I'm not, I am I couldn't see New England doing that as much as that would be nice. I, I couldn't see that. Yeah, that would be we got another two weeks for this game. Hey, March 15th is the date for us. Uh, <laughs> we want to happen by then. Uh, thank you for playing until then. Hey, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button if you haven't done so. Subscribe to the page. Uh, follow us on everything at the Windy City Breeze. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Shout out to everybody up in this mug, man. All the people in the chat. Of course, shout out to the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid. JC in the building over on the Bears pod. First person to have the uh the the Justin Fields unfollowing everybody video out. So tune in. Man, they they, they 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 killed me. Update they yeah, me. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, you just gotta deal with that. That's why Hayes is, is in here frying you every day. He's prepping you. And of course, C dub already <laughs> in the building. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Bear down. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.